Hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord another grace that we are able to come to you wherever you are listening in from we don't take it for granted we just appreciate god for the efforts for the love you have shown this ministry and i always and i want also to charge you that you continue to share you continue to share the same to someone that is in need of these wonderful teachings that are full of life this is the freedom streams this program brings you wonderful teachings in the living way that is we are bring you the experiencing of christ in a subjective and practical way in our day-to-day life through the teachings we know that god is incarnated in his word defined and even uh, explained god is expressed see he becomes life imparted light shining grace enjoyed and truth realized for man is enjoyment this is all going to lead to the glory of god and pastor dennis matovu freedom experience ministry in kampala uganda i want to appreciate those that are listening our radio freedom experience radio as freedom experience radio is in all the radio directories you can search freedom experience radio we have the programs of the word and even music and every other thing we have even the teaching radio where you find all our teachings it is called experiencing Christ radio and also we have our application from google play store here you are able to find every other uh, item and work that we do including video sermons video teachings devotions even uh, our radio and tv can be found there you can even donate from the same application. You have never, maybe have never thought of donating to this ministry. Do you know that the gospel is uh, requiring support and finance? So in case you feel touched because of our way of ministry, you can go ahead and donate. Your $50, your $20, or even $100 can do something because we have a lot whereby we need support so god bless you and if you go on that application you click the donate button either use your mobile money or your debit card or your credit card and right away we will receive your seed or your donation and to continue i want to continue in this wonderful message whereby we are talking about god's work his work and we are still seeing his work in the new dispensation now, in God's work in the new dispensation, we have seen a lot of items of God's work, and there and we have seen several items, and we are still seeing more of them of God's work in the new dispensation. And we shall go on even today to consider God's work in eternity future. Remember, we have been talking about all other items previously. This is episode 67. Meaning that you need to be a person who have read and listened to the previous ones, and we are on this uh, work, which is the twenty-eighth work in the New Testament, and this work is caring for, caring for, and guarding the believers and making a way out of temptation for them. Glory to God! So God cares for the believers. Thank God that God guards them 
He guards you, He guards me. He also makes a way out of trials for us. Glory to God. So concerning God is caring for the believers. When you read 1 Peter 5 7, it says, Casting all your anxiety on Him because He matters. It matters to Him concerning you. The translation says that because He cares. Now the word casting here means throwing upon, that is committing to, giving up to. The verb do not denotes a, a, a once for all act. In other words, it is a once for all act. And here the words all your anxiety indicates that a whole lot of our anxiety throughout our entire life things that will bring anxiety. Our whole life with all its anxiety should be cast on God. Praise the name of Jesus. And once you've cast everything to him, please don't look back. Don't matter. Don't even worry. That's why I say it is a once for all act. We cast everything throughout our entire life. Our whole life with all its anxiety should be cast on God. We need to learn how to throw the burden of anxiety upon God. Now, although the verb here, casting, indicates a once for all act, because we are weak, we, are, we, we may need to cast our anxiety upon God again and again. Praise the name of Jesus. So, the reason we may cast all anxiety on God is that it matters to him concerning us. He cares. The words it matters to him concerning you may also be rendered he cares for you. He cares for you. God has a loving concern for the believers. Sometimes we think he has forsaken us in that situation. He's a God who does not care even when we pray. Remember the disciples, they awoke him and says, don't you care? Don't you care? When we are perishing, rose up because he cares. Oh, sometimes, especially the persecuted ones, they are always thinking that God has forsaken them. But because he cares for them, faithfully, he can cast their care upon him, especially in their persecution, especially in the troubles, in such moments. The Bible says in Philippians 4 7, Paul says that. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. And here the translation in Greek, word guard, may also be rendered, will mount guard over. Will mount guard over. The, the God of peace begins to patrol. The God of peace patrols all stands guard for our hearts and thoughts in Christ. He guards them. He stands as a guard. He begins to patrol our heart. Praise the name of Jesus. So the heart is the source and the thoughts are the issue that come from the heart. So when he says he's going to guard our hearts and even our thoughts, the peace of God guards, guards both our hearts and our thoughts. Now, this means that in Christ Jesus, the peace of God patrols as a guard 
goes back and forth for our hearts and thoughts. He checks on our heart, he checks, he checks on our thoughts, he goes back, he goes back, he guards back and forth. So, the peace of God which patrols within our inner being in such a way keeps us calm and peaceful. Even though we may have many troubles and much anxiety, nothing will disturb us. Peace of God infused into us keeps us calm, calm, even as it guards us. When you read the book of Jude, chapter 1, verse 24, it speaks of God as the one who is able to guard you from stumbling and to set you before his glory without blemish in exaltation. So here the writer indicates clearly that although although he has charged the believers to endeavor in the things mentioned in verse 20 through 23, let me read for you Jude so that you may, you may catch up uh, chapter 1 verses 20. He says that but you, beloved, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life, and of some of compassion, making a difference. He says, and of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire even the garment spotted by the flesh is the name of Jesus so when you read throughout 23 of Jude 1 you see that Jude had charged the believers to endeavor in the things that we have seen in from verse 20 to throughout 23 yet we know that only God our Savior is able to guard guard them from stumbling and to set them before his glory without blemish in exaltation. And that is the following verse, verses 24. It says as a doxology that now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Amen. So, we have seen that 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 also reveals something. It tells us that God provides a way out of temptation for the believers. He says, no temptation has taken you except that which is common to man. But God is faithful who will not let you be tempted beyond what you are able but will with that temptation make also the way out that you may be able to endure temptation God in his faithfulness will not allow any temptation to befall us beyond what we are able to endure we have seen that he will always make a way out for us and pause what is Paul's words is both a comfort and a correction. Maybe sometimes we think we may think that temptations are too strong to be resisted. Paul is correcting us 
at, at the same time is comforting us. Paul says that no temptation has taken us except that which is common to man, that which has happened already to some people and they have overcome it. So he also, Paul, ensures that God is faithful and will not allow us to be tempted beyond what we are able to bear. But with the temptation, the Bible says, will provide a way out so that we may be able to endure it. This is the word. This is the word of promise and encouragement. Praise the name of Jesus. So we shall proceed to another work of God in the New Testament. And his work is uh, another work which is the 29th work is encouraging the believers. Encouraging the believers. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to even 4, you see that God goes on to encourage. It's called the God of all encouragement. So Paul blessed God as the God of all encouragement, encourages him and his co-workers in all their afflictions. They may be able to encourage the afflicted ones through the encouragement with which they are encouraged by, by him. So we see that it goes on in 2 Corinthians 7, 6. He, he, he considered God as the one who encourages those who are cast down. And this God has encouraged him and his co-workers even by the coming of Titus. Paul is revealing to us that God's work is to encourage the believers. So encouragement is slightly different from comfort and consolation. With a sense of cheering, cheering, encouragement comes with cheering. It indicates that God not only comforts and consoles us, but he also cheers us. He, he, he makes us happy with his goodness. And we are encouraged when he cheers up. He cheers us up. Now this is also one of God's kind of work in us. Praise the name of Jesus. So, we come to the 30th work of God in the New Testament. Which is perfecting, establishing, strengthening, grounding the believers. Another work is perfecting establishing, strengthening and grounding the believers. When we come to 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 10 it says the God of all grace who called you into his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself perfect you, establish strengthen and ground you. So according to what Peter says here, our sufferings are only for a little while. But God's glory is eternal. So after we have suffered a little while, the God of all grace will personally perfect, establish, strengthen, and ground us. So the word here himself, himself, in this verse indicates that. 
God's personal activity in the work of grace is that is going to personally appear and it's going to affect, establish, strengthen and ground. This is a work of grace. So here the Greek word rendered perfect means to restore. It's going to restore us because when we are going through these sufferings, it's as if we are leaking away. We are scattering. We are melting. We are consumed. God comes to perfect, to restore, to recover us. It implies to repair, repairing, adjusting us, putting in order again, mends us, mending us, perfectly joining together. It means thoroughly equipping, well furnishing, and even it means perfecting completing and even educating. That is the meaning of the word perfect. It means to restore. It implies repairing, adjusting, putting in order again, mending, perfectly joining together, thoroughly repairing, thoroughly equipping, well furnishing, and therefore perfecting, completing, and educating. So the Greek word that is called establish, it means to, to set fast, to confirm us. The same word was used by the Lord in his judge. When he charged Peter in Luke chapter 22 verse 32. He, remember, Jesus comes to Peter in Luke 22 32. And he tells him because he was in prayer and he saw something. He says in 31, the Lord said, Simon, 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 hold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. And when you have, you are converted, strengthen thy brethren. So the same word Jesus was using to establish to set fast, to confirm, to strengthen. It means to strengthen. So this is very close to that of establish. Establish. So the Greek word here is ground. We have another one because we have seen the first one perfect. We have seen the second one establish. Now the third one is to ground, be grounded. It means to lay basis for you lay a basis for it is a it, it it is like it is brought about it comes from the word foundation foundation when they talk about the ground talk about the base it is to ground solidly and God has promised remember I said in in Matthew chapter 7 verses 15 about the foundation it says that Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Wolves. When you come to verse 25, Matthew 5, Matthew 7, Matthew 7, 25, it says, And the rain descended on the on the flood, 
the rain descended on the on the floods and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock it was grounded upon the rock the, the rock the foundation was the rock so this is the meaning of the word ground another example can be found in Ephesians 3:17 whereby Bible says the same word in Philippians 3:17 that that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you may be rooted and grounded in love so you can even read one in Hebrews chapter 1 verses 10 concerning the word being grounded but it means and thou Lord in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thine hands so here the word ground means to lay the basis for it means it comes from the word foundation it is to groundly to ground solidly is the name of Jesus so we see that there is a progress in these four divine acts of grace we have seen that affecting leads to establishing and establishing leads to strengthening and strengthening leads to grounding in the God of all grace. So this is the progress. When God comes to us in uh, to bring us out of our sufferings begins by restoring us, repairing us. Then we are established. From establishment we are strengthened. From strengthening we are grounded into the God of all grace. So we see that the triune God in his dispensing as the solid foundation is going to keep on doing this. First God perfects us and through the sufferings, the suffering of persecution, we are perfected. Then after perfecting us, God establishes us. And when we are established, we no longer wander like going here and there. We are no longer changeable. Nothing changes us no matter what. He has established us. And after God establishes us, he strengthens us. He empowers us and eventually grounds us in himself as the triune God. Praise the name of Jesus. So, when we come to Romans 16.25, it tells us that it is according to the gospel and the preaching of the Lord Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which has been kept in silence in times eternal that the God who is of power establishes us that is Romans 16:25 so this indicates that God is establishing of us is great matter this is according to the preaching of Christ according to the revelation of the mystery hidden in times eternal. He establishes us. So when we come to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16, you see that it is another verse that speaks of God is strengthening the believers. It says that, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with the power through his spirit in the inner man. 
So the word strengthened is here modified by four phrases. According to the riches of his glory, there's also another with with the power, then through his spirit into the inner man. So first we are strengthened according to the riches of the Father's glory. And then we are strengthened with the power. The resurrection power is what we are referring to here. That is in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 19. It is the resurrection power whereby we are being strengthened. Go to that power. The Bible says in verse 19, Ephesians chapter 1, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? Who ask what who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrote in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. So when we see this power, we are talking about the resurrection power that is spoken of in Ephesians 1, 20. So furthermore, we see that the Father strengthens us by the indwelling spirit. Inside us, there is a spirit indwells our spirit this does not mean that the spirit is not with us or that the spirit will come down from the heavens to strengthen us you see the strengthening spirit has been with us since God regenerated us there is a spirit in man so he is still within us now even when you are going through those times of trials the strengthening spirit is within you only that you fail to turn to him. Now, through his indwelling spirit, the Father strengthens us from within. Most of us, we think that is going to strengthen us from without, from what we see. But inside us, the spirit is the strengthener. According to verse 16, we are strengthened into the inner man. So the inner man is our regenerated spirit with God's life as its life. It is our spirit generated by the spirit of God. The Bible talks about in John 3, 6. It is the spirit is indwelt by the spirit of God. As the Bible reads in Romans 8, 11 and even verse 16. The same spirit is what is mingled with the spirit of God as as 1 Corinthians 6.17 mentions, in order to experience Christ unto all the fullness of God, we need to be strengthened by God into the inner man, so that we may experience our Christ unto all the fullness of God. Praise the name of Jesus. I want to stop here because our time is over and we want to uh, bless the Lord gracing us even encouraging you to keep on coming and listening to our ministry. We thank God. We don't take it for granted. There are many people that you would want to listen to. But if you come here, it is because God ordained that you should be listening. This is Pastor Dennis from Freedom Experience Ministry, Mpala, Uganda. I want to encourage you to visit our website at freedomexperienceministry.org. And even you feel like you want to support, you click the donate button. You send in your seed. Lord shall bless you.